Hey, it's Kelsey. And Kaylin. You're listening to Two, Two Without, Without a Clue. Clue. New episodes every Friday by 5 p.m. Happy Friday, but it's a very not wonderful Tuesday, I guess, over here. <laughs> yeah, kids just want to argue about everything. They're little know-it-alls. Ugh. What can you do, you know? It's been very rough. Teach them. So, I'll j- get into this. I'll jump but... right in. My week, um, a lot of you are friends with me on social media, so you've seen the, is that the stuff, the I, updates. I have had, um, and I'm not identifying the child because I do want to protect them because I understand that kids make mistakes, but um, it has not been a great parent week for me. I'm not winning at all in parenting. Um, I have Sometimes a, I don't win for a long time. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm gentle parenting the fuck out of my kids. Mm-hmm. Not spanking. I'm keeping up with the accountability. I'm doing my part. You're following like, through. We're going to therapy as individuals, as a group. Like, I feel like I am literally granola-ing and killing the fuck out of this parenting game. I mean, you pretty much are. It's just... However, for some reason, they have decided to have a mind on their own and reject me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's really freaking annoying because I'm like, dang, I do my best to not overload you. And I think that that's a really like hard line is to not like overload your kids or like burden them with like what's going on in life mm-hmm. and explaining it to them in like a way that they can understand which is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to explain to my children that their actions carry weight, have consequences, live forever. Affect others. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, one of my children, um, because I have several business accounts, I have multiple phones. Um, I got two phones. Oh. Right. Anyways, um, but but I have I have two phones. I have two phones, and with having two phones. Some of my accounts are linked to one phone and some of them are linked to the other. And on my not primary phone that I basically use for like majority of my personal stuff um, is just in my room, in my pocket, whatever. And just willy nilly around the house. Yeah. And then my business phone, I typically keep on my nightstand. But it has the Roku app on it, right? So I'll let the kids use that when they can't find the remote and whatever. Well, one of my kids asked me if they could, like, get on YouTube. Cool. I don't care because I have kids YouTube. Not thinking anything about it. Uh, Well, it turns out I also have adult YouTube on the very same device. So when my kid is on there and watching videos, he sees... A particular video that he just doesn't like it doesn't resonate with him it's not the right song choice what have you whatever his reasons are and instead of scrolling and picking a different video he decided to run to the comment and comment that like she was stupid or go away on one of them like okay and then I didn't know until maybe about two or three hours later, and then I start getting a bunch of emails basically from YouTube about comment response notifications and also comments under my videos. And I'm like, what videos do I have on YouTube? 
And like a few years ago, I was trying out makeup and learning how to video edit. I was so pumped. Tried out the James Charles palette. And these people roasted me so hard because they thought I was a 29-year-old being mean to a nine-year-old. Yeah, Coming, for sure. I mean, like, they I, were getting social justice mm -hmm. for this little girl. Her family was 10 toes down behind her. I don't blame her. Yeah, because if sure. I saw a grown woman bullying my kid, Did like, you, like private message them and be like, "Hey, yo, I'm so sorry." I so sent sorry. an email to the account like owner that was like displayed, yeah, and because I don't know if that was her or her mom, but I sent an email basically from my email explaining the situation, apologizing, and like letting them know that like it's this, been handled. Like yeah. this is not normal behavior. Totally. Um, I had to delete yeah. my YouTube account. Good I Lord. had to delete one of my TikToks. I had to, um, like, it was a whole ordeal. They were coming to my business page. I had to block a couple people on my business page. There are some new followers on my business page, but I had to make a public post on my personal page, tagging my business page and be like, hey, like, if you got this, like, please know I don't bully nine-year-olds. Like, that's not, like, I don't make that a habit. And like explaining what's going on. And the reason why I'm choosing to keep the child's identity private is because we had a conversation. I sat him down and this is something that I wish someone would have done for me when I was acting out um, as a kid. And I am just so proud of myself that I was able to do this. Like I sat him down and I was like, hey, like what's going on? Like I, I need to understand, like is someone hurting you? Is someone touching you? You can right. tell me. What is it? Like, if anyone ever tells you that they're going to harm me or hurt me, if you tell me anything about them, please know that they are lying. Mm -hmm. Because, babe, I didn't, I didn't get any charges in my life just for, just yeah. for taking BS. So right. yeah. go ahead and tell me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, so. So why are you being a bully then? Yeah. And so I'm like, so basically your actions show me that you're hurting inside because hurt people hurt people. It's something that I deal with often. I understand when I was nine, I was not the best kid because I was hurting inside. Like, of course, we're children. Like, we're learning. Mm -hmm. But it's the parent's job to not just ask why. Like, you have to get to the root. You have to create that safe space that we've talked about so many times and set up the boundaries of like what is okay it's not okay to talk to your kids about what is important mm -hmm. their mental and health well-being and of course he cried because I was like explaining to him that like I love him and I appreciate him like this just isn't it and like yeah, we're getting get emotional. You know, Even to this day, if somebody tells me something I don't want to hear that's true or whatever, I'll get emotional. Like we can't help it. it. Like it's just a reaction. We have like really deep talks all the time, and sometimes I'm just like, ooh, you're right. I hate that. Oh well. Like, don't put me in my place. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but and like the very next day after this love fest, hugging, hugging it out, doing all of this stuff. He gets in a fight in school and gets suspended. Oh, no. The very next day. That's how I feel about Charlie. Like, we have the same talks every week, almost daily, about <clears throat> what not to do. 
She likes to make messes. She likes to get mm-hmm. stuff she's not supposed to and make messes. And, I mean, it's a weekly thing. A sensory thing. I guess. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. I don't know. How do you continue to hold them accountable for the same thing? How do you how do you rebrand it to where they understand it? And for me, that's it's really hard to do after you hit yes. a, a adult like a certain adult threshold. It's it's hard to go backwards and dumb stuff down for them, you know. Like exactly. You try to explain it the best way you can, but sometimes it's hard. It's like just because I said. But I hated hearing that growing up. Yeah, we can't do that if we're trying to break generational curses exactly so it's not just because i said it's this is why and (laughs) you know you have to take the time to explain it i came across a tiktok where this kid was having that dynamic like this open conversation with his parents and saying like hey but why like why do parents say because i said so and the dad's like we watched this episode of bluey like you were there like sometimes we're dealing with something that we have to take care of right at that moment. Mm -hmm. Something else is taking our attention that we need to delegate. And sometimes we respond very quickly. It's not right. Or if you can't get to it right, then just come back to it. Yeah. And then the son, Charlie to like to hold me accountable. Like, don't let me forget. If I do something that makes you upset or whatever, please let me know. Like, yes, my parents, granny, nobody ever did that for me. Yeah. They would have been like, well, sorry. You're not allowed to be upset with me, but I'm allowed to be upset with you because I don't make mistakes as the parent you do as the child. And it's my job to teach you, but you should already know. Yeah, pretty much. That's where I got Charlie fucked up because mm, she doesn't know. She doesn't Mm -hmm. know shit. She's a kid. So that was stupid on my part to even be mad at her. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're a dumb bitch. Like when you really think about it. Program. Like so many people are like beat up. I did. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm still working on it, but I mean, it's a daily struggle challenge, you know. Absolutely. To and everybody kept telling me like you should whip them. You it's should do this. It's kind of to swallow your pride because you can gaslight a kid so fucking Yeah. Easy. They don't know. Exactly. They, they don't know? know what you're doing when but you're... so... I can't do that in my head. Like, my conscience, I would not be able to sleep at night to just openly and repeatedly daily gaslight my kid. Into thinking another reality yes, or to thinking that to they're us. bad and all of this stuff just because you have wow. emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Because your parent didn't know how to handle their own. That's the basis of it right there. We were basically told like, okay, go watch TV. Get away from me. Mm -hmm. I have to do this because I'm an adult. And even though I had you as a child, you're burdening me right now. And I need you to get away from me. I don't want to deal with your emotions. So we're taught to deal with our emotions in private and not show them in order to be loved. Now I'm trying to reverse it, and whenever they are upset and crying, I'm having to sit there and listen to it, which yes. I don't want to do. I no. tell them, it's okay to be upset, it's okay to cry, and then go through the whole spiel of explaining and, you know, all that. Because... It's a whole thing. Like, no wonder our parents didn't want to do it, but guess what? That's what parenting 
is. But could you imagine, like, let's say that I if came over. those things, you're not parenting. Right. But just imagine, let's say that I drove over to your house and I sat down on <laughs> your couch and I started, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, and I drove over to your house and I'm telling you, like, Kelsey, like, my life is falling apart because of this that has happened to me today like it has hurt me so bad and you were like okay why are you telling me this like like cool like shut up and go to your room like well like why are you crying about this right now Uh yeah it's very invalidating like can you imagine hearing that all of your life imagine having a parent Telling you all, everything, all kinds of shit. Not mm. even letting you get your own space. You know, like the Casey Anthony with her dad. Like, yes. whatever that whole thing was. Speaking of, I did watch that this weekend. All uh, of it. All of it. The th- is it three it's parts? It's three parts. Like an hour each or mm-hmm. And I made notes. A lot of people were like, I'm not giving we're her a dime. this emotional incest shit. Like, apparently, it's like more of a thing than we thought it was. When... Kelsey, when I was describing it to Kelsey and she like had this epiphany of like, oh my God, like we both have been through this. I was like, yeah, it's me it's... not as bad as you but, mm. uh, because my parents weren't around. Yeah. I mean, for the time that they were, they did do that a little bit uh, for sure. But um, after that, it was pretty much, it was just Tiger Annie and she was just a tyrant much more common than like we even realized because like we just weren't aware of what it was like I have always had people in my life like when I would describe the previous relationships that I had with like my relatives they would be like one thing why are they saying that to you what two why is this happening when I was talking to my therapist like one of my biggest fears was like getting cut off I can't stand silence now but like growing up um you know the TikTok that has the lighter that's like yeah putting it out and handing it back and forth Mm -hmm. that was literally me and then anytime that I did or said anything that like didn't fit their narrative or for whatever reason I would get cut off and that emotional neglect yes for years and basically them telling me like we can't be involved with you if you call me out for this or how i see it mm -hmm. and literally like the same shit that happened to me well with my granny and but they put you handle the truth exactly but they put you in the emotional space to be like oh my god this is so much like don't like don't tell me as your child flight fight or flight for my whole life, essentially. Do you remember telling me... My poor, poor nervous system. Yes. Do you remember telling me that you had to make your mom, like, a cup of coffee just to be nice, just to start off the day so she yeah. wouldn't ge- yell at you? And I cried because I was like, Ethan will sometimes make me coffee just because acts of service is his love language. And, like, I couldn't imagine them feeling like they had to make me something because... It's your love language, not his. Not true, but so. like he he loves doing things for people. Oh, he and he he loves hearing like he wants thank to you. do stuff for you and spend time with you. Yes, pretty basic. Quality time is such a oh my gosh, he loves it. Like he was sick earlier this week and but he was soaking it up. And he was like, hey, like do you want to sit and like watch this with me? I was like, I would love to. 
on the other couch. Like, I let me oh, stand up yeah. to be like, I don't want to get sick. Uh, but yeah, so what are some signs of incestual abuse? Or it says uh, emotional incest, also known as covert incest, mm-hmm. is a type of emotional parental abuse. In, ca- in cases of emotional incest, parents rely on their children for significant emotional support, which is a reversal of roles. Emotional incest is more than just relying on your kids on occasion rather than it is extreme dependence on them. Like calling them every single day to tell them every moment of your day. Like that's our job to be doing to our parents and asking them advice. And sometimes like if I would ask a question that was in the realm of what I was being told, I was told that I couldn't talk about that with that person. Like if I was asking a question like about something that they said or an action with me that like, you know, maybe isn't appropriate, but like, I felt the need, like, Hey, like you created this dynamic. So like, can I ask you a question about this? They would literally tell me that's not something that you should talk to me in this role about. And I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, but you have been telling me about your relationship, about cheating, about drinking, whatever have you for the last, however many years off and on. And now like that I am trying to build a connection based on what you're telling me because like I have no other way to build the connection Mm -hmm. you're now setting a boundary like that that is narcissism Mm -hmm. that's 110% narcissism when you only see it your way in your perception and that basically everyone else needs to conform or get bent you might Mm -hmm. be the problem I used to be that way yeah oh like that's what I was talking about when I was in high school like well, that's how I see it. And if you don't, then fuck you. Ooh. Now I can actually look at someone's perspective and agree to disagree. And that's what it yes. is. Yes. You know, like, I'm, I'm more um, open and emotionally intelligent about other people. One thing that I, like, appreciate about you, and, like, we kind of talked about this, like, of course, together. But um, is that if you maybe don't agree or want to participate in a conversation on a topic that I have, because I do get fixated on particular people, topics and stuff that is just an interest to me with my neurodivergency. Um, Me too, with the pens and notebooks and all that. Like back in the day, I would want to go to the store and buy a new pack of, you know, a new planner, a new pack of pens. Like, what? You it it feels enough. so good. It just like yeah. opening that crisp office supplies. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you will just say, oh, okay, cool. You won't, there's no need to. I'm not going to go back and forth with somebody, especially if they're like dead. Like if that's how you feel, if you're dead set on it, if we're not like openly having this banter about whatever, then it doesn't piss me off you know and i like it i love it exactly like and i just recognize it and i'm like okay conversation shift let's talk about this at least you can recognize it and you don't try to get me to argue with you and like thank you do you have people in your life that do that oh lord we're not talking about that this episode but anyways (laughs) signs of emotional incest in children and teens include feelings of guilt or unworthiness anxiety depression feeling uh, responsible for parents feelings what a load yeah 
Difficulty making and sustaining friendships, isolation from others, conflict or strain with siblings and or other parent, poor self-esteem, perfectionism. Oh. Great. I resonate with that. When things aren't as I envision them in my brain, I'm instantly, I I go into this like spiral. Gives you a little bit of an anxiety spike. Yes. Like, oh, great. You're not good enough. You're never going to be good enough. You're not going to grow in your business. You're not going to grow as a mom. You're actually a bad mom. In case you didn't know, I'm going to remind you. You're a terrible mom. You're a terrible person. Yes. Like in your brain. mm -hmm. Fucking your shit up. Lives there. Like rent free. Like Fuck off there, buddy. You know that song tomorrow is literally just about myself. Like I live But tomorrow was yesterday. Yeah. Like so <laughs> time, you know. Like, pull that shit up and throw it out the window. God. But like literally, like I'm my biggest op now because of the things that I've been through. Me like too. I used to be I don't care what nobody else says because if I said it. I mean, I've probably said it. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, if you're going to, like, talk shit about me, like, I promise, babe, you've never said anything meaner worst than I've said to myself. Him. Like, <laughs> definitely. I've been my own worst enemy for the last seven, eight years now. Yeah, and then on top of that. Kids, woo-wee. Man. That's and when like, all the stuff just came to the surface and was like, hey, heal me, heal me. Basically, when your, like, own parent, like, is, like, yeah, you suck, like, you're, like, okay, cool, like, thanks, well, like, like, mine, when I was a kid, like, if I would, you know, make a mistake, spill something, they would get so pissed. I used to be like that, too. Oh, God. And then I would do the same to Charlie, and I was, like, wait, this was happening to me when I was a kid, and this is awful. This is not right. I remember how I felt, like, but it had to, like, hit me one day. You know, the, you basically did, felt like, oh, yeah. we got to nip this in the bud right now. I felt horrible. I probably, I got depressed. I probably cried for shit days. It was mm. just like so much repressed anger and guilt and all this stuff. You felt like every mistake that you made would be responsible for how your mom was going to treat you that day, which created this sense of perfectionism and OCD that mm-hmm. you are still dealing with to this day. Yeah, and I'm trying to, well, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm trying to make sure that Charlie doesn't get that way, too. Yeah. You know. It's good. Like, you're doing the work. You're trying. You're understanding it. Like, I did not handle every situation this last week with fucking grace. No, I did not. You can't You can't do every single one with grace. But I, Jesus. I remember... <laughs> I, I I had to pull my child aside and apologize for, um, I never called them out of their name or any of that, but, um, I was a little lo- louder than I felt like I should have been at the time because of my frustration, but I had to explain to them that I'd one be yelled at than called something, you know, and yeah. I called out of my name or, mm. you know, physically hit. Yeah. Yell all you want to get your point across. Maybe sometimes that's what they need. Yeah. And that's like, I felt like, I don't know don't if the situation, habit, right. Yeah. Like, house, if you want to come hang out at my house, you'll see. I just sit. I I'm, try. And then after I get a while, it. I get I, it. I just pop off. Yeah. Like, there's only so many times, like, I'm only going to ask you to pick up these fucking ass. toys. Mm-hmm eight times and now that I've stepped on them I'm pissed off 
now I'm like, hey, like, get the fuck in here and pick these up before I throw them but all away. But if you had a megaphone, you could probably just speak so softly into it. And it would be <laughs> loud enough. They'd be like, what the hell? That would be nice. Honestly, like. You can just get, like, a little cheap one. Like, a, I think they make. Whisper parenting. Like, 20 watt ones or whatever. Like, nice. smaller <laughs> versions of them. I, I love that. God. I want one for my car. Just yeah. imagine what my house would sound like. Hey. Hey, quit hitting you. I would I would literally never leave my room. <laughs> ding ding ding. I need something. God. Amazon wish list. Um, but yeah, that like I had to apologize. I had to apologize for the way that I spoke to him, that my flippant attitude and my rage was not the appropriate way to handle this. I should have waited a couple moments and that I reacted purely out of motion and that's not okay. It's which... really hard to catch myself before I react. Yes. Respond. And I'm a very logical person. Working on it. I can respond to you very logically and read you. If I'm not pissed the fuck off. That's. I'm even better when I'm mad. Like I. I come up with the best shit. That's good because I'm not like when something happens. Like say you're at Walmart and something goes down. I think of the best shit after I'm out of there. Yeah. But in the moment, I'm just like, you know. I think my problem is is that like I. You store and keep yeah like i store and keep this information because i understand what it's like in my life to never be able to move without someone bringing it up whether it be a parent or an authoritative figure and you're an adult and you have children so it's like are you going to that's the, the decision i had to make are you going to allow your children to see you getting walked all over mm-hmm. by pe- people who say that they love you and care about you and da 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 da. Because or they didn't. Are we going to put up a boundary? And if they cross that boundary or we don't feel comfortable, hey, this is the decision that I made and this is why. I was tired of being a punchline for a joke that I didn't sign up for. Like my life was this big joke because they felt a certain type of way about me being raised by my grandmother. I will never forget to you when I was 14, my aunt, I don't, I don't care if anyone says anything to me about this. My aunt gifted me in front of my entire family, an eyebrow kit. And my other aunt laughed out loud hysterically because they knew why, because I had bad eyebrows. I used to shave my eyebrows. And instead of your place in my life, teaching me just how to do my eyebrows, you give me an eyebrow kit while everybody else got a nail kit, by the way, an SE nail kit. I'll never forget it. Everybody else got a nail kit and I got an eyebrow kit and it was the butt of the joke. Yeah. Instead of trying to like help you out, teach you, pull you to the side and pry. I should have started whooping ass then when I was 14, (laughs) but I waited till I was 25 to pop off and start swinging. That That was my bad. Like, that was my bad. I should have done it right then and there. And I should have called it out then. But I didn't know. I didn't have the awareness. I mean, you still are. I probably would have went to GB. You know? Like, here we are. But um, that was the thing is, like, I I hold on to every single piece of information. I don't need receipts. But, like, I got them. I never deleted a text message in my entire life. I have an external hard drive. Yeah, not not only from them, but from anyone. I ha- I have an external hard drive with talk all my texts now. ever. Anybody want to talk shit now? My oh, screenshots so. live forever, babe. Like yeah. it's 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 nothing to me. Like when you look at my iCloud Whoever's storage, got any of my shit? Pfft, good luck. 
over 300 or i'm sorry let's take a look actually and i'll tell you i don't have anything good though like maybe they might have some news but shit, <laughs> anybody. let's see if you're paying pay up let's see 156 gigs of my 200 gigs are used um half of that exact a little over half of that is messages I have I have over ten thousand photos because I I've been in an iPhone slut since like a couple weeks after I brought Ezra home. So I I essentially have like all of the pictures from when Ezra was a babe. Um, I need to find a way to. I mean, I guess they're all in the cloud or whatever. But I need to find a way to like transfer all of the pictures that I want to keep onto mm. something else. I'm sure you can help me. Yeah, absolutely. And then just wipe my shit. I'm so tired of trying to like go through my phone and delete pictures that I don't want, screenshots and this and that <laughs> because I'm a Virgo rising. I want my shit organized. Like, you, you've seen my phone. Yeah, I, it's in folders. I need to, and then. um my friend Taylor told me about this Gemini app Ooh. and it takes, because for some reason my phone duplicates photos for no reason. Mm, I'll yeah. take one picture and it'll make like five of them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> and then she told me about that and it goes through and delete. It'll like separate all your duplicates and your screenshots and all this stuff. And it organizes it. And I was like, yes, yes. It's I so love worth that. The money. I wish that iCloud or like iPhone, like, it will show you the difference in like the duplicates in your contacts, but um, it doesn't show you your duplicates in your photos. And I really wish that it did. Now it will tell you like if you've saved a picture already, yeah. but like who cares? Um, but anyways, back so, to the emotional incest shit. But because of that, like that triggered me to where anytime anyone tries to put me in my place. I'm bringing up the fact that you took the pearls off of your dead mammy at her funeral. Like, I'm airing you but out. like, the emotional incest shit goes, like, people are probably thinking that it's, like, some nasty shit. No. It's not it's always, like no. Even, even girls that are, like, best friends with their mom in, like, middle school and high school and shit like that, that is emotional incest. And let me explain that is trauma inducing behavior basically like i would see a dynamic or, or a, a, a a son and a mom that are super close and i like, love him he's so handsome he well, can never do I mean, any it wrong have to be like that but just like like you were talking about <clears throat> talking about um you know adult things, things like them before their bills emotions like just, you that's there's just a certain level, a line you don't cross with your kids. Yeah. And you can teach them how to be emotionally equipped without involving them. Like, for example, 100%. Um, you know, it, it's a bad season for relationships. Let's call it what it is. Here lately, a lot of people have, like, a lot of things have come to light for a lot of people. And I hate that. But, um, oh, you know. I mean, my shit's been A1 since day one. That's good. <laughs> but. You know, like, Daniel and I, we haven't been on the same page. There's something wrong. We're just bickering and arguing. But could you imagine if I went and I told Walker at six years old, well, you know your daddy and I are fighting and we're probably going to get a divorce. We're going to leave him. Just so you know. And, like, you're the only thing that makes me happy. I'm so glad that I got you out of this. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I like that. Oh, or, that's so cringe. Or I'm struggling so hard financially because what your dad has done. Like telling them things like that, like, or hey, your mom cheated on me with eight different people and that's why I couldn't do this or that. Like, and just so you know. It's none of their business anyways. Exactly. Like, it's. They don't care either. By the way, their kids, they don't give a flying fuck. And by the, and like, let's say, yeah. They're thinking about the Lego movie. I want to bring. Are we making cookies or not? Exactly. But I want to bring it back (laughs) to the best friend parent dynamic so you know like giving your kids alcohol underage but it's because it's a safe place in your home is a form of emotional incest yikes you're controlling I mean, the. Narrative. i would think that that is being a good parent because you don't want them to go out and drink and drive or be somewhere that maybe they're not safe but i'm probably going to be one of those parents um like if you want to do it don't let me see you doing it and be safe about it because I'm not coming to get you out of jail. I'm going to educate you. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell yeah, you, I'm like, hey, don't, don't share it. needles. Keep <laughs> a, <laughs> don't share needles. <laughs> keep your thing over your drink. Like, I love you, whatever. But there's a difference yeah, in a whole presentation enabling thing. and allowing and then being okay with it. I think of the, oh, my God, the Mean Girls mom. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, yeah. do you need a condom, a snack, a bottle of water? You know, yeah. like things oh. like that. Like, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. What? And do you know what that creates? Is like emotionally immature people that only seek validation from others. So, like, maybe I used to kind of be this person where, like, if you told me a story, I'm going through something 10 times worse and I like telling you about it. And it's like, can it just be about me for a second? Can it just be about me? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, Kelsey, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. Oh, cool. Well, I actually had like a really bad day and I want to talk to you about it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't actually want to talk with you about it because I know how you like to give me advice on like how to correct or renew the situation, but I want to stay complacent in the situation. I'm just going to vent and move on. Yeah. All right, cool. Like, that's great, but at this a certain- This is exhausting. It, so, aren't you tired of living like that? Nah, some people just don't get it. But they are unhappy. You would think, right? Like, like my mom, she's just, she's been unhappy for God knows how long. And it's like, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to choose. You didn't have to continue doing that. You knew you had to have known. And if you didn't, you definitely could be diagnosed with MPD. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. What is it called when someone brings something to your attention and you just choose to ignore it? Like, what is that? In my opinion, coming from a friend's standpoint, and with relationships aside, disrespect. Yeah. You don't actually love the person. Like, you don't have any actual feelings towards anyone else. Like, let's say that I told you, this is like, let's say I... You're pulling this out of the air. You're like, I don't even know what to say. Hey, Kelsey, I don't want you to smoke cigarettes in my house because 
it affects me. It affects my kids. It's just not good. It's killing my plants. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's just not the vibe. And you said, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. And then walked in my house with a cigarette or just lit up right after that. And like, it's like, we see this happen all the time. you weren't listening. You just were talking, you were just listening to respond, not to actually like understand what I was saying or give it. You're right. I'm sorry. Some sort of consideration, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry you feel like I'm doing that, but it really doesn't affect you. Or I'm sorry that you think that me smoking in your house and blowing it on your plants is killing them, but (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think secondhand smoke is real. That's, I mean, like, that's, that's being a narcissist. Like, that's really what it is. Like, and. Or just being, um, like, unwilling to. Grow. Yeah, or see things from a different perspective. I don't know. I mean, it's I've hard never not to call everybody who acts a certain way a narcissist. You know, we're not fucking psychologists, but that's what you're acting like. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But once I learned the term, I was like, "Damn, I like this bird." Yeah, like <laughs> pop it. Um, basically, like, and then after learning about all this and like doing why all this, I can sit here and talk about it is because I used to fucking act that way. Yeah, I can sit here and say I have done those things. And I've taken accountability and looked myself in the mirror and been like, yo, uh, what are you doing? Now I can put myself in someone else's shoes. And I'm shoes. still working on it. I'm yeah. not ever going to be perfect. And I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not talking down on anybody. But at a, at a certain age and time in your life when you're supposed to be like getting your shit together. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm yeah. exhausted with my own life. And then you're just sitting over here. Oh, man. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's why I feel that Casey Anthony has to be a narcissist. Or. I'm tying it back in. Well, yeah. I'm bringing it home. She said that her dad was a pathological liar, right? Yes. Because he was cheating on his mom. And then I that TikTok Mm -hmm. of that girl that found the picture at her work. Yes. And it was her. And she was those people were telling her stories about how she Casey Anthony used to work there and lie about what she had for lunch and you would like watch her eat a hamburger and and she's like I had a salad and it's like you are mentally unwell yeah like okay but oh but I had a salad for breakfast that's why I lied like it was a truth to it yeah it was before 11 it was 10 30 though that's when I was eating it so really that is crazy to me (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I've done that before that whole first episode was essentially not essentially essentially her explaining why she lied is hey i understand that you all want answers she had toxic parents and she ended up being toxic because she didn't like see the light and Mm -hmm. try to she was just too far in she was too far deep yep and like there are people who like actually do that like not to that extreme but they'll lie in order to like keep themselves involved in situations or they'll lie to like like or let's say like the trojan horse like let's make peace i want to be here and then they're just in there waiting to kill everybody like that's that's what was happening it seems like, like to me like i'm just being 
100% real. And it's some sketchy shit. And, you know, her lying about where she was I'm not working. The type to um, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I am not that kind of bitch. I want my enemies far the fuck away. And if you're throwing shots, do it over there. Yeah. I want the, the people that are in my small circle to be real and ride or die and not pulling no weird shit ever. Yeah. Because I don't have time for it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, you want support and genuine support, not, oh, hey, then Kelsey, I'm be, so happy for you. You have to be 100. Fuck that bitch, Kelsey. And then, like, her, like you know, like, you that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I only have a few friends, because I don't think that Jenna would ever be talking shit behind my back because of uh, whatever disagreement that we had or whatever the case is. Like, I just don't think she would do that or I wouldn't be her friend, you know? I have a Same friend like that. Taylor Claiborne. Um, I just don't. I mean, maybe she has in the past, and that's fine. We've all, you know, whatever. But since then, you've grown. Exactly. We're growing more every day. Yeah. She has a kid now, and I have a seven-year-old and three-year-old, and just. You You became more emotionally aware of, like, what was happening Mm -hmm. in your life. And I got more honest with myself and my friends, too. I just. Stop tolerating their bullshit. Well, yeah, and I just stopped. I felt, I felt to me, and this is just how I think. I felt that it was disrespectful to sugarcoat shit and not actually be real and honest with. Mm. I mean, you're doing your friends a disservice when mm. you're not being honest with them and you're enabling their behavior. Enable and trying to like be nice about shit. I will never ever do that because here's my thing i have way more respect for you if you just tell me straight up like hey i don't like the way you did your eyeliner today it was really fucking ugly honestly and i'm gonna be like thank you i'm gonna take that into consideration but i'm not just gonna be like oh well look at you know blah blah blah. i'm not gonna look at that shirt you dumb slut like i hate that shirt on you you absolute bitch just so you know just in case oh, you forgot. It is the bitch in her slutty wardrobe. Like, yeah. Like, but, like, and I'll see that. Like, th- that's the banter and that's the dynamic. But that's because they had an unhealthy dynamic with their parent that they were like, oh, well, I told my mom that I felt like she was being a bitch and she took it. Or, oh, my mom told me I couldn't I do this, but I'm going to that. do that. Oh my God, no! Mm-mm. Like I was scared. Like, excuse me, uh, <laughs> no. Like I was trying to keep all my privileges. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. My kids. I was cussing you out my head, bad though. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay. You didn't want to hear what was going on up there. Shaking ass, bitch. The voices were arguing. Yes, <laughs> unhinged stuff as we're walking away, saying yes, that ma'am. SpongeBob episode where he's got to go in his brain and get the files or whatever, and they it's just like on fire in there. That's in the yes, shredder. that was me as a kid, like fucking <laughs> being like, all right, all right, you curly headed helmet looking bitch. Yeah, I, like it's in there. Yeah, now. like done. And that was me, like now, like even now, like. I can respond to you with logic out of emotion, but like I will call you on the behavior. I'm the type that I have to, unless it's just spur of the moment, unless you're just calling my phone talking some shit. Um, I have to like process the emotion before I respond. Like I can't, if I'm feeling any sort of way about it, mm-mm. Hmm. that's what I have to do. 
I'm like, well, here's why you're wrong. Because if somebody's coming at me or yeah. whatever, you know, whatever the case is. But I just can't sugarcoat shit anymore. And I feel like I have friends now that I don't have to. I can just be straight up and they are like, they respect it and we move on. And yeah. we're still friends and nothing changed. We don't, we're, there's no animosity. There's no resentment. Wow. I have. To be an adult. I have a few friends up, that so are growing up now, but that I'm able to see through their bullshit. And that's something that, like, I'm recognizing. Some people just don't grow as fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I separate myself because the story that you're telling me is no longer adding up. And I can't continue to listen to the narrative and drive myself bonkers as your support system. Right. Like, my thing, like, if I... If you're telling me that your whole life or your home dynamic is really, really terrible and that you're just miserable, then I'm going to be like, hey, so here's advice and try to help you and listen for as long as I can. But there does come a point where you can't take anymore. Like with one of my friends, I think she knows at this point, like if it has to do with her relationship, I I mean, if it ain't good, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because you know what I'm going to say. And it's not going to change. And if I see him, it's on sight. So As it should be. But I have a friend who I've had in my life for the last nine years. We have emotionally, like, grown up together because of our trauma and, like, how much we related. I have another story off of this one. Yeah. Um, And we have always been super-duper honesty time, like, It's like, hey, can I tell you something and I'll have judgment? It's like, all right, great. And then she'll tell me, like, or we always preface with, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need right now. Do you mind just, like, opening your ears or just something? And then, yeah, here. Or, hey, I need advice on this. Like The surface-level friendships have to come to an end at some point because but you but that's been like everything that i've been spewing out like over these last 10 days is because that's what we're taught with emotional incest that there's no genuine relationship that it's all based on surface value how are you making me look how are you making me feel how how does this benefit me that's pretty one-sided exactly no matter like the aggressor is the winner and it starts at a young age. And the parent is the person who's controlling that narrative usually because but, they're, it's their child. And then at some point they, they grow up. They have the autonomy. They, we were never given the autonomy to have a personality, to have feelings, to express ourselves. It's so fucked up. Being quiet was being good. Being good uh-huh. meant you, you were being loved. So we stayed complacent in relationships that we didn't need to be in. Therefore, we feel like... I just got chills. Yeah. The way you just wrapped that up. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Hello. But, <laughs> you know, hair flip. But, like, it's true. Like, when you think... And I think about it. And I remember hearing the narrative... All men are the same, da 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 da. No, they're not. No, we were taught that if we did not get married by the time we were 21 and had at least two and a half kids, then we were going to die alone. And we had to settle with the person that was the least shitty because you were never going to leave your small town. Mm-hmm. So we were scrambling. Who's yeah. it going to be? Pretty and much. We were putting all of our love and attention and 
what instead of focusing on ourselves and growing up as a young adult or young uh or whatever young person instead of doing that we were worried about finding someone and then all of our unhealed trauma we were just exchanging back and forth mm-hmm. with this person that probably had some unhealed trauma mm-hmm. and it just created more chaos it right. created more chaos it created a high divorce rate it created uh broken homes emotional it's, incest yeah <laughs> like it's it's literally when you are not looking at yourself and what you can contribute generationally in a relationship I'm telling you, the whatever diagram of the what i can control and what i can't control i think everybody should have that as their background on their fucking phone yeah w- w- refer to it daily hourly. yeah i don't know like if something if you scroll past something on facebook and it's not you know nice or whatever the fuck like that one girl on that post oh that you showed me so like, she was just like really fucking aggressive and like i don't know it's just so unnecessary like you did not have to do that i am all for like you know holding people accountable mm-hmm. and all that good stuff but I don't know. Whatever. I I agree. I agree. I think that everything that you put out in the world comes back to you, whether it's on social media, on someone else's status, directed to someone else. Like that stuff does live forever, and like you can feel that way now, um, and then moving forward, like not feel that way, and make an educated decision to either continue to feel that way or change your mind. You can change your mind with new information. Like. And I'm it's like me being a bitch and a cunt and a know-it-all back in the day and then making the decision to not be that way anymore because it's not cute. Yeah. And just to dumb it down a little bit more, um, imagine projecting an opinion about every single McDonald's because you went to the one in Ashland City only. Oh, yeah. Like, I will That's never, I will place. never go to another McDonald's again. Right. because ac mcdonald's yeah like so you're never stepping foot in a mcdonald's again like it's so profound for you that you can't because of that one opinion but you're missing then, out on the ronald mcdonald museum you're missing out on the ronald mcdonald penny you're missing out on the historic events that a lot the of cake people, on the birthdays i mean yeah like Everybody forgets about the cakes those I'm, like, I'm gonna forget those were so cool. I remember like wanting to have, I had one birthday party at a McDonald's and I, I bet it was still remember it. I Great actually place. think it was a cousin's birthday party, Great but I just place. like mentally was like, this is my party. Like the AC McDonald's play place will always hold a special place in my heart. It used to be popping, man. And still is like, I don't care. Like, yeah, you can still have the same equipment from 25 years ago and like you know cool i might get hepatitis but in the same token i'm living my best life those memories last a lifetime. i'm a six-year-old little girl again fun fact ezra broke his arm in that mcdonald's mm. he fell and he like stuck his hands out and it bit it didn't break all the way it like bit so he had to get like it pulled all kinds of stuff what was the story that you were going to tell me? Um, the friendships, like I had one that just kind of broke off mm-hmm. and we did our own healing and growing and all that. And then we came back together and it was like nothing ever happened. 
it's it was so awesome and i'm so happy to have that friendship back and i love the fuck out of her and you addressed it though like you talked to her about it and said like or actually no i'm sorry she was the one who cut off the relationship if mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken and then she's also the one that reached back out and then it she took accountability mm-hmm. and explained what was going on in her life and that it didn't have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you guys were able to come back because you had that healthy communication. Yes. That's so huge. Clearing my throat somewhere. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, that's awesome. I know. And that takes a lot of uh, courage to do. Yes. Um, swallowing your pride, which a lot of people can't do still to this day. Like, really not that big of a deal. At the big age that we are, no one would know about the mistakes that we made if we didn't put them on social media. Most of the time, or just blab to whoever will listen. Like, some things you can keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all think that I tell y'all everything? No. Y'all don't know anything about me unless I'm telling it to you. Yep. On this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much an open book. Like, what? There's not much to know. There's not a whole lot to me. There's not much, much more every, mystery, yeah. Everything I've said <laughs> is all there is to know. Yeah. I'm pretty plain Jane. I'm a Virgo rising. That's all you need to know. Look into it. Yeah. I'll post my big six later. I mean, I Googled it because, so, fun fact, like, um, <clears throat> so, I think we touched on this a little bit, but I'll get a tad bit more into the whole story. Basically, when my mom passed away, there was a whole custody battle and i did not get to see a lot of things that were saved for me or done That's for so, me i'm sorry yeah it sucks. It, um i'm so thankful that i don't remember a lot of it because i know it was probably really traumatic and mm-hmm. all the things that i do remember are really really bad so it's like ah like i'm just glad that i'm giving my children a childhood that they don't have to repair from like I didn't make it a big deal when, like, their deceased dad's grandparents still wanted but to be involved in their trauma. life. Yeah, you're gonna have trauma, mm-hmm. regardless. Oh of yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Everything right. It it was still horrible. Yeah. Have some sort of trauma. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. It's exactly. Part of the human experience. You made well. I'm not gonna get into all that, but <clears throat> you made the decision to come here and live a human experience, and this is it. It yeah. gets shitty sometimes, and like that's okay. Like that's okay. Like mm, you don't have. But it to... also gets really good sometimes too. Like I love when I can sit and be grateful and in gratitude, mm-hmm. and like Me too. I vibe so fucking high. I literally feel like I'm vibrating sometimes. <laughs> like whenever I'm just in a really good, like joyful, grateful mood. Yeah, I wish I could just stay in this mood forever. Yeah, but so I, I didn't discover that there was this photo album that was made for me with a few pictures, some notes, um, my mom's journal, and my birth certificate. Mm -hmm. And I was flipping through, and I noticed that my birth certificate specifically says male. So I'm like asking my grandma, like, what does this mean? And she was like, that means boy. And then she like snatched it. She was like, what? And it turns out, so, you know, back in the Dizzy, like my mom was a 15 year old filling out pre-done paperwork, being told that like I was a boy and then I was a girl, and, you know, whatever. Um, 
I had to get that changed in 2011. So all my birth certificates say amended. None of them have, like, I don't have the original paperwork. I tried to investigate. I even started an ancestry.com, which I mean, let me tell you, that was, <laughs> that was fun. I mean, so basically like it sucks that I can't even find out about my proper lineage because my grandparents like had to lie about like who they slept with to where like, I'll never know the truth of like everything that happened like with them or growing up. And like, it's so much mystery in my life to where then now I'm trying to put it all together and I can't. And one thing that I really wanted to do was have my birth time so I could do the birth chart. Like, yeah, I, I don't care if I'm telling people that my Libra ass is in the 42nd house on the West Coast. Call like, whatever hospital you were born at and talk to one of them old nurses up there and ask them, how the hell would I find that information? Because, and explain to them, yeah. Your, you know, like my whole maybe, situation. Like, maybe they would maybe be. Maybe there's a shred of hope left. Yeah. Or, if I could just find something, but, um, so basically my birth time is all that I need. I have everything else. I know that I'm a Libra, but what I really want is my birth chart read because like Man. they say that it's so accurate and that it really helps you. Ray, and like, I'm telling you when you read mine and Jackie's, we were both blown the fuck away. Yeah. Like that's like, something I really want to know. Socks off. We were like, wow, that is wild. That he could say all of that. And it like, you know, resonate so hard to what actually happened because he doesn't know the details of anything. He's just telling you the basis of it. And you're like, well, yeah, that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I low-key would love to just get like eight, eight birth charts for a general time species and just kind of figure out because everyone's just so different. Like, I would just like love to just to get like a ballpark. And then as soon as I find out, I'll be like, yes, I already knew that. Mm-hmm. or like that's what i'm trying to do but basically i ask for everybody's yeah you know, i so love I that can like it's not really so i can i don't know it's more so i can get to know them better to be a better friend to them you know because everybody's different say if you're like i'm a cancer moon if you're a cancer moon i have a friend who's a gemini sun cancer moon virgo rising like me i'm a cancer moon she's a virgo rising too and we just click click it's just natural with us like we and it feels genuine and good yeah. and like you just already have that connection and then Through when you those got two things and it's wild because we like pretty much all the same stuff we drive the same kind of car like it's just crazy and you didn't know that like you knew you had similarities but didn't know that you shared these signs until, until... I asked her and i was like what now it makes sense. Now okay. I know why you and I both had the same flavor of escrow. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And, like, that's what I want. Like, I want to know where's my Leo because there's got to be somebody in there that, or yeah, you have a Leo star. Your, like, the 12 zodiacs in the chart say you don't have any planets or placements in Leo in the chart. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't, like me, I have, I think, four. Mm. in leo or three three or four in the 12th house and they're all in the same house so it's like oh. nice and say your your leo might be in the sixth house yeah it's like there's two little dials and they turn to where whatever time you're born that's so cool it's so cool okay so if anyone has any information on who i can talk to because the health department was oh, not yeah. a help 
the Department of Human Services was not a help. Google was not a help. Ancestry.com was not a help. Um, I cannot obtain the mother's copy of my birth certificate because she's dead. And the courthouse in Ashland City, uh, where I reside, um, like my whole childhood, none of my birth records or none of the information, even the custody paperwork, my birth date is wrong, all kinds of stuff. Like it actually caused a big issue in my life when I was pregnant to get insurance yeah it was crazy so like most of course this happened to me but i think it was supposed to happen like i'm supposed to discover who i am and how strong i am and when i do discover that like that's going to be like perseverance yes like i know i'm strong i know that regardless of the week that i've had the month i've had the year that i've had i am a bad ass bitch like i took her I took on so much stuff. I stood for myself. I created this life that I have for myself. Like, that's so big. You made a big jump mm. from, like, down here to up here. Yeah. And, like... Lifestyle-wise. Yeah. That's just the fact of the matter. And it's not been easy. It's uh, definitely not, it's like... It's probably been really fucking uncomfortable. I'm going to have... Until you got comfortable in the new routine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start talking about that in the actions that, like... I've kind of changed my life to where I am now. Like I, a few people that listen weekly have gotten to know me through work and, you know, don't know my backstory, but have known me from my previous job and being like, Oh my gosh, like you're so nice. You're this, you're that. But like, I had to be this way. Like I had to create this. Like I had to be overly empathetic because everyone's I was in charge of everyone's emotions like I was conditioned this way and now that I'm unlearning this and now that I'm in this space of who I am like it's so exciting and that's why I want to know like so much more like do I think that it's going to change anything no but I do think it's going to be affirming for me that I'm on the right path of like who I am heal our wounded masculine and come into our feminine energy it's time that i get to be feminine because i've been masculine for the last like three and a half years i've been my own big dick energy energy. yeah like Mm. having a job having a hustle having to be a parent having to be responsible like that's very lame like that's very lame no offense but it is what it is um and now that i get to be here and present and aware i'm still being a boss babe but i'm like learning how to love myself and be a boss babe because I have the time. Ooh. Now I will talk your ear off for the rest of the evening. Um, have a great week. And if you or someone, you know, has experienced this, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to talk to you about the impacts that it has had on you. And also as well, what work you are doing to correct it. I think next week we'll dive a little bit more into Casey Anthony and oh, what yeah. that did. To, um, get Jenna on to talk about some shit too. Yeah, I'm super pumped. We have a great deck of episodes coming up and some really awesome topics. And going into the new year as well, having some really cool guests. Um, I'm very excited. And if you'd like to be a part of that, we are more than happy to have you. And another cool thing is that we are opening 
are open to sponsorships. If you would like to get your business out there that kind of aligns with like our core values and brand, we're happy to help or even happy to like help try the products. Like I love talking about things that are a benefit to me that have like a positive impact on our life, our family. Yeah. How do we go about doing that stuff? So we just start, I have applied for a few, but you know, we are very explicit. Uh, and that's okay. Uh, um, do you I know. need to tone it down? No. Am I the one? <laughs> yeah. Am I the drama? No. Definitely. I mean, I think for every single episode that we've done. Real, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not. Mm. Every episode that we've done, I've made a reference to pop in the pussy. So, I mean. Yeah. It's I mean, not you. It's, it's yeah. We're mo- I'm a millennial. I don't know <laughs> what you are. But that's just. Gen X, am I? Uh, I don't know. I Wait, if you're a millennial and you're older than me, then I would be. I think it goes up to 1995 for millennials. Up to? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like uh, I'm good. 1985, 80 something to 1995, I think. Oh, nice. I have no idea. But with that being said, um, however, it's totally okay no need to filter ourselves or change who we are other than through education of course but um we have a lot of local businesses awesome business men and women your artwork your handle whatever if you want to come on the podcast and talk oh, about your yeah, life definitely. like come on please like we're w- dying for that yes so have a wonderful week Take this time to heal and grow. And if anything sits with you, come talk to us about it. We'd love to help. Yeah, for sure. All right. That's what we're doing this for. Yep. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. Bye.